Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Crickblog podcast. Um, we're here uh, a day later due to our very busy schedules um, yesterday. Um, Sharbel here from Crickblog. I'm joined, as always, by my great co-host, Nash, from Darwin. Nash, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, Sharbel. Um, yeah, it was a busy weekend and a busy week always, um, having, you know, cricket season always busy, isn't it? So, But, yeah, happy to be back, happy to yes. be doing this again. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Cricket, yeah, cricket season, cricket season at your end in Darwin. Yes. Cricket season for you guys here. Just I'm longing for more, for more cricket. <laughs> We've got the county championship on in England, but yep. it's not on. If you know what I mean, with all the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Typical yep. England. Um, the Aussies up and down over there, but but it's just rain everywhere. Yeah. Um, so really trying to invest myself in Bangladesh, Sri Lanka at the moment. We'll touch on that in this podcast. Um, we'll have a chat briefly about the county championship in terms of Darren Stevens and whether there's anything in the English tea over there that have that has these players like Darren Stevens, James Anderson, continuing to perform at their ages. And we'll have a little bit of an overview of the Australian players as well and, yeah. and, and what they're doing. Um, we'll chat about the ODI series. Um, we'll touch... Briefly as well on the BCCI, they've been in the news a bit in recent times. And then mm. also asked Crickblog where, you know, um, asked fans on Twitter about some early predictions for England, New Zealand test series starting next week. Um, so hopefully we can get to see good cricket there and, and rain doesn't spoil it. Um, before we go into it, Nash, I want to ask cricket on the weekend. Did you get a win? No, we did not. Um, it was a hard All weekend. Right, we'll just uh, move on there. We, we, we lost we'll to a couple of... Then. We lost a couple of first-class players, so I, I don't. Yeah, you know, it's not fair enough. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a close game at all. But yeah, we lost two players like Paul Webster. So it. it, it, it yeah, oh, it's boy. fine. Did he? Did he turn up? Yeah, yeah. He he made. Nah, I did not <laughs> score a ton, but he made seventy odd. Um, but yeah, yeah he, he's all right. It's good experience, though. To is it? Yeah, it is. It really first is. First-class cricketers. That's yeah. that's good. That's good. You learn a lot about your game when you're up exactly. against those guys. Um, so, yeah, as mentioned at the start, let's look at the county championship. Um, could you believe uh, Darren Stevens, 190 in, in quick time, and then gets minus level scan out again? Yeah. Um, what is it with this guy? How good is he? He keeps getting younger, doesn't he? Um, yeah. I mean, he's 45. He just celebrated, I think, 45 last month, and he keeps getting you know, keeps getting five for scoring 190 of 140 rocks. And, you know, it's just, uh, I think it's just experience, isn't it? It's just experience of yeah. playing on these. But it's, ex- it's ex- of course it's experience, but it's also the ability to do that at 45. I can't exactly. even walk at 28. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Me too. I have a body of a 70 year old. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it is baffling. I, I don't have an answer for it, how he does it, but it yeah. is baffling. It's, I think it's more so, mental than anything else i think he wants yep. to keep going he he Belief. you know yeah. yes and he's hungry to keep going and that's why he keeps going and going so if if at 35 you believe that oh i'm done then you're probably done because you know yeah. if if you're mentally not there your body's not going to give you any help but if at 45 he's still going strong that has to be more in no way I'm saying that he's not fit. He He's fit, but you know, it's more of a mental confidence than anything else to keep Correct. going at 45 at the, you know, at the first class level. So, yeah. And yeah. And I think that that's similar with Jimmy Anderson. You know, he's always said, no, I'm, I'm not ready to retire. I, 
I've still got um, I've still got the 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 desire to play and I've got the ability mm. to play. And I read an article recently. I think it was when England were in India and James Anderson um, helped England win that Chennai Test. Yeah, and he made his Test debut in two thousand and three, and there wasn't any iPhone then. It wasn't Facebook. It wasn't Twitter. I think was it George W. Bush was president of the United States. Yep. It's like incredible longevity. Um, and my question at the start was, is there something in the English tea that keeps these guys going for as long as they do? But it's the quality they're producing at that age as well. And yep. Jimmy Anderson's going to have a role to play in the England summer as well. And yes, oh, a big one. Yeah. Yeah, a big one for sure. Like his battle with Virat Kohli. Hopefully we'll get to see a lot of that throughout the summer as well. I think in, in an England team, we'll talk about this perhaps a little bit later in the podcast, but it's missing experience with a few key players out. Yep. Anderson's going to have a key role to play, but just an incredible story. This Darren Stevens though in, in county cricket, that you could still perform at that level. And I agree with you. It's the, it's the belief and it's the mental yeah. strength. Um, yeah. You know, for him to be able to perform like that. In terms of performance or a lack of, there's still some issues with Australian players in, in the county. Um, Manus Labuschagne, yep. some very low scores. What do you put that down to, do you think? Oh, I think I think it's it's a one-off, really. I think he's... Yeah, it happens. It yeah, happens. it happens. Yeah. It happens to everyone. I mean, he's... We have all seen that he can do it at the highest level and he has done it and he'll keep doing for years to come. So I think it's a, it's a blip on the on the radar so yeah um, yeah yeah i, I mean i we, saw a i saw an article in fox sports australia i mean they were always about sensationalism and they were yeah. like crazy crazy claims and they, they're talking about you know a worrying flaw in in minus love game and you know it could spell trouble for australia's that's ashes hopes and all this stuff i mean that's the thing isn't it that's the thing i've always as i've grown you know older and played cricket you know, in different cities with different players, that's always the case where you you go through this patch where you just score and score or take wickets, yeah. you know, left, right and center. And then as soon as you stop taking wickets or scoring rods, there, you know, people start picking your faults, whereas that, that worked before. And even in completely different conditions, exactly, exactly, against completely but, different bowlers, it's exactly. going to be a different ball as well. So, you just it's just about yeah. your mental confidence, you know, up in your head where you have to believe that you can score runs. And I think we all know man, what Manas can do, so I don't, I don't see any big problems in the future. I think come Ash's time, I think he'll he'll come good and score plenty of runs. I'm, I'm actually predicting this early on that he will get more than 650 runs for the Ashes. Wow, that's huge. And you know, he'll have a big given, given his um you know his desire to bat long, that, that's the yeah. possibility. Yeah. But I agree with you, it's completely different conditions yeah. to a cold, gloomy uh conditions in the UK yeah. where the ball nibbles around it. Yeah. Very, very different here in Australia. It'd be nice and hot, hard pitches, kookaburra and, ball. And that's not to say that he can't play against the moving ball. He absolutely can. But and he's done well in England before. It's exactly. Just, you're right. It's exactly. it's, a, it's a period that every player goes through. Yeah. They go through a little bit of a, a rut. I think it's important for us to try to put the sensationalism away yeah. and the panic away for a bit and just say, he's yeah. a class player. He works yeah. hard. He'll get through it. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. Um, so, yeah, I think like you, I think he'll have a big Ashes series, hopefully from Australian perspective later in the summer. Um, 
Another player who was really struggling was Peter Hanscom, but he scored mm. 70 in his last innings. Yep. Um, I think, I think personally for me, if the, if Australia not playing a test in Asia, I don't think Peter Hanscom gets in the side. I think he'll only get in the side if Australia is playing test matches in like India, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka. I think they've got some, some Asian assignments next year. Yeah. So if Hanscom, you know, if he's struggling in England, I don't know if that, that says anything about his hopes of getting in the side for, uh, for Asia. I think he's got to perform well in Shield because he's a decent player of spin. Yeah. And he's performed well in Asia before. What, what do you think about that? Look, I think I think it's it, he's an interesting player because I don't see him being in the reckoning right now. And yeah, you know, he's, he's, unless he performs in the Sheffield Shield, unless he has a really big first few games, then he might get a look in for the Ashes. Whereas, you know, because that five and six um, spot for Australia is a bit of a bother with, you know, Travis Head and even, yes. you know, those kind of players. And Matthew those, Wade and these guys. Exactly. Yeah. So even them not turning up, that's a worry. But then obviously you have someone like Peter Hanscom who's experienced with, who, you know, who has played it at international level before. So I think if he has a really good, first few rounds of Sheffield Shield uh, early on, I think I think he might get a look in. But apart from that, I don't think he'll get a look in that quick. Probably not for the home series, mm. I'd say. But as I was mentioning earlier, potentially next year, Hanscom is someone that they could look at. He's done well in India before. He had a yep. good, pretty good series in 2017 from memory. He played some important knocks there. And um, I think he did quite well in Bangladesh as well. And I remember that image in Chittagong where it was – I think about 80% humidity, 30 mm, yep. odd degrees. It was, and it, it was stifling, but he was playing a long innings and he was down on his haunches with the, the cold towel around his neck. And I think he's suited to those conditions. He's got, the, he's got that. Technically, you wouldn't have him in England. Yeah. You wouldn't play him even here, where in Australia, where pace is important, but somewhere in Asia, potentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, 2022. So he'll want to keep himself. Um, you know, on the selectors radar. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Michael Nisa, from a bowling perspective, he's been bowling. Well, he's got 12 wickets in three games class. And we were mentioning, I think it was last week, weren't we, that I think, you he know, needs to, at the he moment. He needs to get a baggy cap soon. Like he's, yeah, I'd, I'd he's have almost him over Stark in the pecking order. Yeah. He's, he's almost reaching for that baggy cap with one hand right now. And yeah, he has yeah. been doing that for the last, you know, 12, 18 months, I think. And it will, I will I will be in pain if he doesn't get a go in the five tests, five ashes test. Um, obviously, again, he has to keep up the form in the Sheffield Shield, which I think he will, he will do it easily. Um, so I'm hoping he gets a go in the ashes. Re- really exciting to see him against the likes of, you know, some really good batting, ben, yeah. ben Stokes, Joe Root. Um, that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be really fun. What worries me for Nice is, you know, we, we talk about Mitchell Stark's record. It gets worse as the series goes on. Yeah. Like I remember seeing a stat after the India series, Stark usually starts a series very well, but then falls away. Yeah, yeah. So Australia could look at playing Stark in the first test or two in the Ashes to get the best out of him, you know, but and then say, and then maybe bring Pattinson in. So, yep. But it's really interesting, we'll isn't see. it? Because you got five tests. And you have these four, five incredible ballers, or sorry, three incredible ballers in Cummins, Hazelwood, and Stark. Stark, although we can 
you know, debate about his form, but let's, let's face it. He is an incredible bowler. He has done re- some really interest, you know, great things for Australia. So you have these three great bowlers mm. who played four tests, you know, back to back and were really put through their paces against India. I don't think they'll get through the five tests back to back against England and they should not because it, it also comes to the longevity of the, of the players. Doesn't yeah. It? Because if they keep on playing like that, and I think Australia has been a bit uh, smart with their rotation uh, as has England been. So, you know, I think mm. there'll be some, some uh, test match in the, in the middle, probably the third or the fourth one, depending on where the series is. I think there'll be players like, we can see players like uh, Michael Neeser, James Pattinson, you know, get a go either resting Good. Hazelwood or Stark, you know. I know in the in the India series it was particularly Cummins and Hazelwood that were worked. Yeah. Um I think there was a stat going back to the Gabba test where Cummins on the last day was was the most you know, the most overs by an Australian seamer on the fifth day since like two thousand and six or something like that. So that, that you're right, yeah. they were very and much overworked. That's, and that's the thing, like Cummins, the bowler he is, he will still give his all like he, he will mm. bowl his best um at any stage. And but you know, at the other end, you have Stark who's going for twenty over and ru- you know twenty run and over. That's a problem. That, that's it's, a problem. It's Stark's form. It's Stark's form that that's, that, had, yeah. that forced Payne to over bowl exactly. Hazelwood and um, and Cummins. So that's why someone like Nisa who can build pressure, but yep. also take wickets, can be important. Someone, someone like James Pattinson as well, because if you're going to have Stark in this form, leaking runs and not providing threat. Yeah, and and people will people will argue well. people will argue that oh, but what about they haven't played test match in so long so is, isn't that going to isn't that going to be a, um you know their fitness will be at the highest level and stuff like that but that's the thing that the reason that's the reason that they need a rest again like they haven't played cricket for so long and they're going straight into an ashes test series on home soil against some quality batting attack and bowling attack and they played two test match with a, which are high intensity you know bowling at their best always you know having to stay on their toes you you yeah. need a rest it doesn't matter how long you have had rest before you you go through you that. do need rest but you yeah. also need you also need to be bowling fit that's what exactly. i like you there yeah you need bowl you need to be bowling fit. i think they've got afghanistan in one test before the ashes yeah. so i don't know if you're going to get a big workout there because backing australia to win that comfortably because yeah. and, and you know what to be honest um I would rather see Pat Cummins till he's 36 than see Pat Cummins in all the five tests and probably get injured next year. Um, I'm, I'm sorry yeah. to be jinxing it, jinxing it, but you know, that's, that's the thing. Like you'd mm. rather see no, Pat Cummins bowl till 36, till the age, you know, he, you know, till yeah. 36, 37, he can keep go hope. Hopefully he can keep going. What? He's only 28 now. Even that. Uh, 28. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I'd say yeah, it's about so 28. Probably eight yeah. more years of watching. Pat and he was Cummins. born in the same year as me. He was. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I think. Safe to say, Pat Cummins has achieved more than me. Mm. Anyway, um, 28. But I agree with you, man. Um, yeah, we want to see more of Paddy Cummins. And I think when you talk about the longevity of bowlers, it's so crucial that you have a cohesive bowling attack that doesn't put the too much of a load on one or two bowlers that we yeah. saw in the, like we saw in the India right. series. Stark was, he wasn't a factor at the Gabba. Yeah. wasn't a factor in Sydney and that forced Tim Payne's hand. We yep. saw a lot of Cummins. We saw a lot of Hazelwood and 
you're right. And that's going to be the key for England, just digressing a little bit. That's going to be and, the key for England. Let's try to wear the Australian bowlers down like India did. You know what, what I would like to actually see? I would actually like to see Cameron Green get a test wicket. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, he will. I <laughs> know, oh, he will. Look, you know what? He's got all the attributes. Yeah, yeah. And, that, that, that is exactly why. Like, it was, yeah, yeah, he will. He will. Yeah. I mean, people were so oh, Cameron Green, you know, is he the real deal? Come on, guys. It's four tests and he's only 21. Yeah. He's got a lot of ability. Yeah. We know that. And he showed enough signs in the India series to say, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Something to build on. You know, it, test cricket's a tough game. It is. You know, I was looking at I was looking at AB de Villiers' stats because I saw an article online that talked about the all-time South Africa 11. I might put that out on Twitter after this actually and discuss it. But it was AB de Villiers' first few years as a test cricketer. You know, he averaged 21 or yeah. in the 20s in his third year, same in his fourth year or something like that. Just goes to show. You know, just because someone makes a little bit of a slow start, they're still finding their feet. Yeah. Does not mean that they're not good enough. What um, even even Virat Kohli? Like there were talks of, you know, I think four four or five tests in. Um, I yeah. remember that famous tweet from Sanjay Mansrekar where he said, "Okay, one more test for Virat Kohli, just so we know he doesn't belong there." And I'm Can like, you believe it. I, I, now when I read that tweet, I'm like, oh, did he really? think like yeah at that time maybe it was appropriate but i think that's what great you know champions are made of isn't it it takes a special person as well to notice exactly something good about someone you can persist with them you can see something there you can build on yeah because for some players not if some players okay that they've, they've you know struck gold on their test debut and they just never looked back yeah other players over the years have started their test careers brilliantly but then get found out and then go off the radar. Other players, many players, take a bit of time. They take That's a bit right. of time to adjust. It is test cricket. It's the, the right. highest form of the game. And this kid is 21 years of age. He's got a good solid technique. And, and he's nearly two, or he's two meters tall and can hit bowl yeah. over 140 kilometers an hour. That's Great right. asset. Nurture him, encourage him because he's going to be gun for us. Um, in terms of county, Sean Abbott. Yes. Um, is, is picked up a you know a stint with with Surrey. That's going to be good for him as well. Um, given Australia's bowling depth, you know it's, it's hard to see Sean Abbott um, getting in for um, for Australia going forward. But I think this this sort of thing is very good for his experience yeah. Yeah. and continue to improve um, because yeah he's been good. He's been a good cricketer for New South Wales here in in, in Australia. Now, just moving on to the BCCI, Nash, I'm not sure if you saw a lot of this, um, but there was a bit of chat. I don't know if it's 100% confirmed yet that India approached England to try and push the Test Series, um, India-England Test Series back a week, or sorry, forward a week, mm. so they can make some room for the IPL. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's, it's a bit interesting because... Um, at first, the reports were that there was the IPL was going to be slotted in between the fourth and the fifth test, and then the reports came in that the fifth test is going to be cancelled. And then now we we have, we are seeing that the first test might be pushed, you know, um, a bit pre-pawned. I would I would um, hate to see a test match cancelled. Exactly, for it. exactly. That's I would where I was really coming from. Is, be disappointed for that. I don't want the any of the five tests. Um, affected at all? Don't mess with the international calendar. Man. That's 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 fine if you if you bring a test forward, that's fine. But keep mm. all the five tests, you know, 
yeah. don't don't cancel any test if you keep you know push first test back that just you know brings uh the other tests you know back a bit and that's i'm i'm not saying that's not you know that's still fine because you still get all the five tests you still get mm. england will still be ready for the test match yeah india might have an issue but you know at least you get to play all the five tests that's more important yeah. don't don't slot in ipl between the fourth and the fifth test or you know don't, i don't even know how they are going to conduct the ipl in england like that's such a big task like that's such a big task to get all the players to england get them you know quarantine get them uh, i assume you you would have a lot of players missing from yeah, an international exactly. perspective um, exactly. but that would be a big task logistically and you got to hope the weather <laughs> plays yeah. kind to you as well, man. You know, like if, if you're pushing for for a, for IPL in anything after September in England, I think that will be really te- a real test. Oh yeah, definitely. That's late, and then the weather will get even colder. And yeah, um, I don't know. So uh, as a, as as you said, like I don't want to see anything cancelled in terms of international cricket, but because what message does that send? It sends a message that international cricket is, is dying if that happens. That's another yep. nail in the coffin. I want to see international cricket thrive because there's no greater, there's no greater thing, no greater honour than playing for your country. Yep. And you know we don't want to see that die. That's what you know. That's what we grew up with. I think that's still very important. You know, playing for your country. Um. Still on the BCCI. I saw a story, um, that came through. The last couple of days, um, broken by the Telegraph in the UK, um, from Isabel Westbury, yep. um, and she said that that Indian women cricketers are still owed life-changing prize money from the BCCI, going back to the 2020 World Cup. Can you believe that? 14 yeah. months ago. I was yeah, I was just reading that, and it's it's yeah. I don't know. I mean, my question to you, my question to you is is BCCI, given its size, its stature, its influence, I mean, I think they're way behind in terms of when it comes to the women's game. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're they women, their women's they cricketers don't no, even know when they're going to be playing. And... Yeah. There's no question about it. Like, they, they are, hmm. you know, um, so much behind Australia and England in terms of women's cricket. And it's, it's I'm not saying that it's not, it's not getting up there. It's slowly starting to get up there. But the things like these don't help, really. And... The, the good thing is now that there's at least, you know, if you want to look at the positive side, I'm not saying in any way that mm. that's, you know, that's enough. But if you want to look at the positive side, there's now contracts. That's a good thing. Whereas even, even I think three Took years a ago, while though. exactly. Yeah. Even like three years ago, there were no contracts. So that's at least a step in the, in the right way. But coming back to the payment from the world cup, I think that's just atrocious, atrocious why it hasn't been paid. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know the reason, but there is there is no good reason. You know, for, for no, there's no excuse. Exactly, given for, the revenue you know, they generate and yeah. the influence that they have, and it comes down as well. India's got such a role to play in growing the game. Yep. You know, you've got That's such right. a massive stature and such a massive influence. You've got a big role to play in growing the women's game. Yeah. And when you see talents come through like Shafali Verma, who can transform the women's game because she's something different. You know, we, we, you know, we speak about women's turtles increasing and strike rates increasing and Shafali Verma is going to be driving that at her young age for the yep, next 5, 10, right. 15 years. And then you're going to influence, you're going to inspire a lot of young kids seeing that and they'll want to take up cricket as well. 
That's right. That's correct. And the quality, the quality of cricket is going to improve. That's it's correct. the same from an emerging, an emerging cricket perspective for the men's. We talk about the, the role India and the big three have to play mm. in growing the game and giving these emerging teams opportunities. It's about making the investment early on and, and yep. you're going to see the rewards down the track. That's right. And I just feel these boards are not doing that. They're yep. thinking very and, and- short term. And that's exactly right because I, I can see I've seen the change happen. Like I've seen players, you know, getting inspired by the women's players. You know, young boys and yeah. girls. So they look up to these players, like you know, Shefali Verma, Harman Brit Kaur, Mitali Raj. All these players, they look up to these 100%. players. So, you know, these players are slowly becoming household names, just like the men's players. So, um, and that's I, I would I would I would say that that's because of the players themselves and not the boards. Mm. Imagine if no. the boards, if the board, in, if the Indian board get, you know, pull their head in and actually start doing a lot of the work that they do for the men's side. The Indian you know, board, the Indian board is so far behind on so yeah, many things. Exactly. Um, you know, we talk, I've spoken before about their digital activity so mm. far behind. And, and this is another example. Um, because as I was saying, they've got a massive role to play in growing the sport. And you right. know, we see here in Australia, we see a lot of young girls inspired by the great Australian players. Yep. You know, in the past, it was the likes of Belinda Clark, yep. Alex Blackwell, Karen That's Rolton. Right. That's these right. These guys, That's right. these players inspiring the the next uh, you know, up and coming, you know, the likes of Elise Perry and Beth Mooney, Elisa Healy, all these great cricketers. And then you're only going to see that continue to grow. Over That's the right. Next, uh, yes. Five, 10, 15 years and beyond. So, yeah. you know, I just want to see the BCCI just have a complete overhaul of everything. You know, their complete processes and the way they think, the way they operate, because that would be that would be better for the game. Yep. But that's yep. my opinion, and I'm that's sure right. a lot of people would feel the same way. Yep, I completely agree. Yep. Um, in terms of international cricket, uh, we, we've been having some. There's been an ODI series. It's part of the Super League between Bangladesh and Sri Lanka, two evenly matched sides. Now, I've just seen um, there was a rain delay in the second match, which is happening right now, but they've, they've come back on the field. And Mushfika Rahim has scored his eighth ODI 100. That's right. Um, I was just looking at great that. Player, yep. Great player. Great um, player. He's had his moments in his career where probably emotions have got the better of him. We know that, but what, what a cricketer. I know as an Indian I, fan. I, I, I laugh, like that phrase. I like that phrase. There's been, there's been even, there's been other moments where, you know, he's that, even in that, you know, apart from that 2016 world cup, he's had other moments where he's had let emotions get the better of him, but yep. he has been such a reliable player for Bangladesh. Absolutely. Over the years. Yep. Um, and yeah, he's, you know, Bangladesh are 232 for eight right now. And he scored, uh, let me see what he's on at the moment. He's on 111 not out. So he's nearly mm. scored half their runs. Um, a question I'll pose to you, and it's a concern I have about, about the Tigers, is that they are going, I feel, on the track of Sri Lanka. And what I mean by that, and I'm not saying Bangladesh have had the success that Sri Lanka have had in the past, but in the sense that Sri Lanka, you could see in the early 2010s, they were relying a lot on Kumasangakara. Mahela Jai Wardner and these sort of players Dilshan to score the ball for their runs. Dilshan, Matthews, and these guys. Matthews. So it was it was the really it was the experienced core that was scoring, and there wasn't enough happening yep. from the guys coming through. And then when those guys retired, you saw the decline of Sri Lanka. I'm concerned with Bangladesh is that when Shakib retires, Tamim, Mushvik, 
these guys are still scoring a lot of their runs. Yeah. You're not getting like, enough from the likes of Eaton Das. If you look at the if you look at the stats for the last four years, 2017 onwards, Mushfiqur Rahim has scored about 45, about an average of 45 each year. Like in 2017, mm. his average was what 45. 2018, yeah. 55. 2019, 50. And this is all like playing innings, 19 innings, 18 innings, and even in 2020, his average is 70 of from eight innings with the best of 99. Well, now he's yep. scored 100. So I think. He has been the key player, like Mushfiqur Rahim, Shakib, uh, Tamim, and to a certain extent, you can argue about Mamadullah. But you know, he has he's been, been good on, in one day cricket. Yeah, he's been, as well. yeah, he's been on and off. My question and, is, how are you going to replace these guys? Do you have enough coming through to replace them? Well, because I, I worry, I worry the board, when they the retire. Board, you know, the board will just blame everything else as they do. Game. And yeah, um, but it's interesting you, you ask that question because. How how do you replace these players? Is you have to look back at your domestic structure, and that has to come 100%. from that has to come from the head coach, and that then has to filter through because the head coach needs to take responsibility. Where I need these players, I this is my plan for the next five years. This is the this is the standard of player I need. Exactly, exactly. And then I remember, uh, yep. Then these a couple of days ago, yeah. These players continue. need I'll, to. I'll bring up a point. Yeah. yeah, these players need to take the responsibility of actually nurturing the next generation of players by, you know, getting around them, um, playing in the domestic leagues, and you know, just passing on that info, you know, all the experience, and not just try and smack them on their head if they get drop a catch or something, like we have seen Mushfiqur do. <laughs> yeah, I mean. The BCB president came out a couple of days ago. It was during the innings break of the first ODI, and he said uh, he, he was slamming the shot selection of the batsman, and he was saying it's not just the coach that's the problem. So <laughs> he's finally starting to acknowledge that it's not just the coach that's the problem. You've got to look at your domestic structure and who's coming that's through. That's right. That's right. Um, that's totally not. Because, because we've seen with Sri Lanka how, well, they're consistently inconsistent. Their, their good moments are few and far between now, and Bangladesh is on that road. On yep. that same road, after enjoying a little bit of an upturn, you know, reaching 2019, um, sorry, 2017-17 uh, Champions Trophy semifinals, um, doing well in the 2015 World Cup. But then you're going to go downhill again if you're not having the, the players coming through That's that right. can replace these guys. That's so um, up until time of recording, they've never won an ODI series against Sri Lanka. So it'd be interesting to see if they can finally do it now. I think they can but, do it. I think they can easily do it. I think I think they can. I think they're getting close to 250 in their first things, and we saw that's a pretty good score on that wicket. Yeah. So uh, they will wait and see. Um, but yeah, it's it's time for the BCB to properly think about the future and how you are going to make sure that you've got the players in place going forward to give you success. Um, now, our last point we want to um, focus on today Ask some fans yesterday of, to make some early predictions for England New Zealand Test Series. Now, I, yep. I genuinely, I've I, I got my fingers crossed that we can see the full two Test matches in the rain. You know, I don't see covers on the field, but I see cricket being played on the field. Um, do you have to make an early prediction, Nash? You know, assuming that the series would go ahead. Um, you know, in terms of no rain affecting it, what would you say would happen in the two Tests? Oh, uh, I predicted England one nil. Yeah. Um, just based on historic facts and figures, mainly. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think New Zealand will give them a good fight. That's uh, yeah, that goes without saying. Obviously, New Zealand have been one of the top teams in in the Test Championship for the last few years, so um, they will give them a good fight with the with the bowling attack that they have. But yeah. I think I think Joe Root will be too good for them. That's what I think. To be honest, I think Joe Root will end up as the highest run getter in the in the series. Um, yeah, it might come back to bite me, but again, I think. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm, I'm really that. looking forward. I'm really looking forward to the battle between Joe Root and the yep. likes of, particularly Tim Southey. Yeah, because I know he caught Coley in front in the series last year where India toured. He can take the ball away from you, take the ball away from you, and then pin you in front. And Joe Root's had a problem in the past of getting caught in front LBW. Yep. So that'd be an interesting battle. I think it's going to be one-one, personally, because I think New Zealand are good enough to win a game at least. You know, we know we know their rise. We know how good they are, yep. and they've got the bowling attack to cause an England batting lineup that's a bit fragile still, particularly with no Stokes there. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking one all. I think, I think England have a bad game in them, especially oh. at the start of a series. I hope it's in the India summer. series. I hope it's in the India <laughs> series then. But you, but you see it. You see it like, you know, you know, we we talk about couple of years ago that you know the first test of the summer after the world cup was the island game and they yep. got bowled out for 85 and, i know what you mean yeah um, you know last year they lost the first test to the west indies you know what i mean yeah. and i just think they, they they've got the tendency to start something new zealand have the quality to um exploit that yep and that would be interesting so i hope the weather doesn't play sport sport because it's yeah, an interesting hopefully. little story in that series hopefully um, yep but yeah, I'm thinking one all. I think both are good enough to win a game each in those conditions. So, um, but I still believe it's New Zealand have a great chance to win their first series there since 1999. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I asked yesterday to, you know, I put it out to the fans to, you know, early predictions for that series. Um, and we got, I'm going to ignore the ones that say due to rain. There's a lot of zero zero due to rain and, and all that stuff. I'll have a look and, and say, you know, see which fans have said, you know, we'll win the series from a cricketing perspective. So Debashish Sarangi at, at Plum on a scoring front said, you know, England, Crawley and Broad will shine. Um, big series for Zach Crawley. What, what hey. impact do you think he'll make? He's, he's got a big, big summer ahead of him. He can lock down yeah. number three. But I think, I think not only Zach Crawley, but even Dom Sibley. Um, that's a big... That's Sibley a big, and Burns. Yes. I agree. Um, Big it's actually for those two. A- anyone, anyone apart from Joe Root, Ben Stokes, and Josh Butler, I think it's a big series from the batting lineup, from the batting Agreed. side of things, because I think they, those three are pretty much, you know, set for life, really. Um, Johnny Besto is another one. Will he get a go? That's the first question. If he gets a go, where will he bat? If he bats, will he score runs? Because obviously he's coming off a horrid, horrid Asia tour. For you reckon he'll play? I don't know. It's interesting because that's the thing. If he plays, watch out, stumps. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Obviously, I think Zach Crawley and um, uh, who's the other guy, Rory Burns. Burns. I think they'll open. Um, no, I think. Oh, I think, sorry, I Sib- think Sibley, Sibley and sorry, yeah, Sibley and Burns will open, and then you obviously have um, Crawley, and then Crawley. it's probably a decision. Probably the decision you'll make. Obviously, you have Rue at four. You probably have either Dan Lawrence or Johnny Burstow at five, and then yeah. Ollie Pope at six. Yeah, I reckon. That's right. Um, 
because but i agree with you i mean other than those three that's that's an interesting selection because if if sibley and burns at one and two and then obviously um uh, crawley at three you got joe root at four yeah and um you know do you who do you bat at five because you also do you bat ben stokes as eight at eight that's the question No, ben stokes is out of this series oh yeah that's right oh yeah that's right i forgot about that ben stokes isn't in this new zealand series so they've got a yeah that yeah, Usually, correct. of course, Ben Stokes will bat five. Yes, yes. So they're going to have correct. to see. That's correct. Whether it's Lawrence or or Besto, be interesting to see if England try to get Besto. It's a fire. Um, anyway, so we've had a few fans say one all, similar yep. to what I said. Um, we've had a few New Zealand, or we've had a few fans saying this one here um, from uh, Kartikeya. Uh, at Mr. Kartikey underscore he says New Zealand 1-0 if the second match is not affected by rain then 2-0 we've had short leg cricket say 2-0 to England um, we've had others say 1-0 so I think it's I think the range of answers that we're getting shows that this is a series that can go either way um, which is exciting and right? it's also it's also because of the because of how New Zealand have played for, for yeah. the last few years, um, and especially with their bowling attack, which can be, you know, penetrative on its yeah, on any on any day on any surface. So, um, except Australia, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Duke ball in England, um, exactly. The, the New Zealand bowlers will certainly test this England batting lineup. I've got no question about That's that. That's right. But it's, it's about New Zealand's batting and whether they can cope as well, because That's correct. England have got plenty of options in their bowling attack and, you know, we all know how capable they are in their own condition. So it's about, you know, we, we spoke recently about, you know, Tom Latham and, and Kane Williamson having to lead the way. Mm-hmm. Um, if those two can have a big series then it's the perfect preparation for that world test championship final that will happen after yep. that. So that's correct. Big three tests for New Zealand because they can break a drought in England, win there and then get the world test championship. Massive three tests for them. The question is, though, they played a lot of test cricket at home. Yeah. Can they transfer that over to um, to England? That's yeah, that's a, correct. It's going to be a very good one. So, um, for our next episode, we'll, we'll be filming just before, or we'll be recording just before the the test series begins. Um, so, we'll, we'll provide a little bit more in depth preview of that um, before the series starts. Um, and fans, if you've got any questions for us or any comments, feel free to you know follow us, contact us at, at @crickblogpod on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, get in touch with us. You can get in touch with me personally at, at @crick underscore blog and Nash at Ash sorry at Nash V Sant. That's correct. Um, before we finish, Nash, anything else from you? No, all good. All good. Looking forward to the England and um, New Zealand series, and obviously the World Test Championship final. So really excited. Yes. For that. Looking forward to that and just um, thoughts and prayers always with our, um, you know, Indian friends. Um, hope you guys are all okay. Um, and, you know, we hope to see the situation improve all the time. So um, all the best. So thanks everyone for listening and we will see you guys next week. Bye.